1: Two years ago and I was just 20 years old, but let me tell you what happened to me. I had a girl who I truly loved, yeah, we were happy as we could be. We had a house, a picket fence, we had a tire hanging from a tree. Everything was just as good as gold until I caught the bitch cheating on me so give me back my cocaine, give me back my whiskey, forget about the time when you almost missed me, give me back my t-shirt, give me back my jeans, give you back your hand when you give me back my ring, so give me. what happened to me I guess it happened all the time
0: hey everybody how you doing what's going on happy Sunday to you uh if this weekend has taught me one thing is that I am not the man I used to be man back-to-back nights of concerts who after a pandemic after being locked down I haven't done that in so long, but I am feeling it today. Muscles ache, body aches, I'm tired, my ears are ringing. Man, I think there, is there a pill for just being old and crabby? Well, that's me, but I got lots to talk about, man. I uh, went to some great shows over the weekend First show was Them Dirty Roses down in Chicago uh, at a place called Joe's on Weed Street. And the second show was out in Joliet, which uh, was just out. Those that do follow the show know that I went and just recently saw The Cold Stairs. A couple months ago, saw Julius Wolf at the same venue. This time, it was The Dead Daisies, Don Jameson, and the Black Moods. Great bill, great lineup, fantastic night of rock and roll, of rock music. But yeah, I am tired, I am worn out, and uh, just reality hit. It's it's the first time since before the pandemic, and it's a rough go, man. I woke up and I'm just like, man, thank God I don't have to work today, because... I am in no condition to do anything but sit on the couch and watch football, but wanted to record this podcast for you because I wanted to tell you some about some great live acts that are happening. We're going to get into all that. Before we begin, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. You can check out all old and new episodes of the Hook Rocks Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Scott. Wherever you do podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, we are there for you by a click of a button. You can listen, download all the episodes on your phone or mobile device so you can check out everything from our introduction, very first episode, a little over two years ago, to our last episode, which was the interview with Frank Hannon from Tesla, second time he's been on the show, but lots of great episodes. Recently we've done The Legacy of Ronnie James Dio, our Iron Maiden album review for their 17th solo album Senjutsu. great great new music spotlights. Recently Amy Darling, Jack J Hutchinson, Blacktop Mojo, The Dead Dead, some great legacy artist interviews, Brad Gillis, D Snyder. And like I said, Frank Hannon John Karabi, great interview there as well. So please check out all those interviews. Like I said, old and new. You can check out other great music podcasts throughout the Pantheon Podcast Network. Just visit them at pantheonpodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can also check out via Shout out Loudcast, the great KISS podcast. Tom and Zeus do a wonderful job over there. But we did a collaboration a couple of weeks ago called the Zeppelin Chronicles, where we talk about our introduction to Led Zeppelin, our journey and how it began with Led Zeppelin. Very cool stuff. Very interesting. Hope you do enjoy it. We're going to be doing episodes every quarter uh, so look for those as we continue. But check out the Zeppelin Chronicles. Wherever you do podcasts, just search the Zeppelin Chronicles. And if you can't find it that way, search Shout It Out Loudcast. And I think it's probably the third episode down, but you can see the Zeppelin Chronicles. Check it out. It's a great episode. Love working with those guys. Great dudes. They become friends. And look for more from that collaboration in the future. Write us a review as well. Please take the time to tell us a couple sentences, a couple words, a few words, whatever it is. Tell us what you like about us and why you're listening to us. Always appreciate that. And now, a word from our sponsor. This episode of The Hook Rocks is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer lasting erections. Very very important. Very important, probably the most important thing in any relationship these days. Blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. It's like A deal, man. Everybody likes a deal. Go get it. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, at your fingertips, folks, on the interwebs. So cool. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. BlueChew's Sidenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. It's like I hear the Star Spangled Banner playing while I'm saying that. It's amazing. And they prepare and ship direct. And it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from the extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And here's a special... For all Hook Rocks listeners, try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code milk scha- 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 Shake At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code milksha shasha sha shake to receive your first month free. And we do thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the Hook Rocks podcast. So Friday night rolled around, um, took a ride down to the city of Chicago, which is about 30 to 40 minutes from me, uh, depending on traffic, and it was this place called Joe's on Weed Street, a place I used to hang out with a lot in my 20s back in the day, and it was kind of funny, I'm driving down there, and I haven't been in that area in probably close to 10 years if not 10 years and it's so different it is so different it's like the riff raff is gone there's no people peeing behind trees there's no you know people walking out of the bars drunk and throwing up what they've had to eat in the last two weeks right in front of you i know there's no more of that folks there's no more of that on weed street it is a pretty clean area and uh Being that I'm 46, I kind of welcome that change. But I also missed it a little bit. There was a teeny-weeny-tiny part of me that said, oh, man, I missed, where's the riffraff, man? Where's that part of the city that I know and love? But nevertheless, I was there to see Them Dirty Roses, a southern rock band from Alabama, a band that I've just started listening to over the past month. I just got exposed to them by other listeners, um YouTube algorithms, whatever. You know, they've just kind of popped up in my radar. Phenomenal. Phenomenal band. Very southern rock, very, you know, I wouldn't say they're they're kind of like Almond Brothers-ish. I would probably say they're they're closer to elements of like the Blackberry Smoke with like the Black Crows kind of sound, where they's it's it's more of a rock in terms of of where they're coming from, more of a harder edge, if you will. So I didn't know what to expect. I was walking into this club, and, you know, I grabbed a seat in the back because I still got to sit down because I still have issues with my leg right now, which uh, is becoming a big pain in the ass, but whatever. So I took a seat and grabbed a beer. These guys came on and blew me away, absolutely just wow. They're a new band, so it wasn't a full crowd, but you thought they were playing for 10,000 people, the way they interacted with the crowd, the way they played. They were giving it their all, and that's so old-school rock and roll. That's such a lesson that a lot of bands need to know is that even when the crowd isn't what you want it to be, man, you're playing for people who have seen you for the first time. This is their first impression of you. And you better give it, and you better bring it, and they certainly did. What struck me, first and foremost, was the atmosphere they created on stage. This is a down-and-dirty, sleazy, southern rock band bringing the party back to rock and roll. Doing shots with people in the crowd, having shots brought up on stage, drinking whiskey. You name it, they were bringing it. They were absolutely having a great time, and, you know, whether, like I said, whether what the crowd was or or, or whatever, by the end of that show, that crowd was roaring and making so much noise and, and and cheering the band on and really into it. They brought it, man. They really did, and kudos to them. This is a band that's really been, you know, I was talking to a couple members of the band Um namely Andrew Davis, the guitar player. They've been doing their thing in Alabama and in that area for a while, and they're bringing it now to a national level. They're touring, going after a larger audience, and they should because they're that type of band. We talk a lot about the new face of rock music and the bands that are emerging right now. This is one of those bands. I don't know if they're at the level as like a dirty honey right now. Of course, Greta is what they are, and the Struts are what they are. And, you know, there's Joyce Wolf. There's so many bands that we talk about on this show and have had on this show that they are primed to be in that category with a little bit more seasoning, I think. You know, I mean, they are primed to be in that category, definitely. I know they're releasing music, they've released singles. I'd love to see them release a physical copy of what they're doing, either CD or vinyl or both preferably. Um, Hopefully that's coming because I would love to listen to their music. I know you can hear all them Dirty Roses music on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, whatnot, but they are a band that you should really take notice. And if you have the opportunity to go see them live, you need to take it because these guys are, are really intense. They're a fun band to watch. I had a good time just 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 watching them interact with the crowd and themselves. I don't know a lot of songs that were in the set list, you know, because a lot of stuff is new. And you know, of course, cocaine and whiskey is what brought me to them. That it kind of introduced me to that band. But um, they played that song, which was great. Whiskey in my cup, another great song that they played there. Um, I did I didn't know that. Um, Sunday Drunk, just a whole bunch of great tunes. They played some new songs. They did an incredible Mississippi Queen cover that was just awesome. And then, like I said, the crowd wasn't that big and it's not because, you know, it's just because they're new and they're playing a new market. That crowd made so much noise and was so into it and was so passionate about this band. At the end of the show, they got called out for an encore. I mean, the crowd was just so into it. They got called out and they did Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin and they fucking nailed it. It was awesome. It was fantastic. Uh, Just so much energy, so great to see them have that experience like I said, I walked in, I did not know what I was walking into. I'm like, I have no idea what this band is going to be a, a, about. But live versus what they've recorded and what songs are available for you to listen to does not do them justice because, man, they they just kicked you in the ass watching this show. It, just a phenomenal uh, young band that I know there's great things ahead because they've got that attitude. They really do have that rock and roll soul that you need, man. Having a good time, partying, not taking life too serious, drinking whiskey, singing about good times and partying. And we tend to take things too serious these days. And we tend to get bogged down in that. And bands, you know, sometimes do that too, as well. But. With Them Dirty Roses, man, it is a rock and roll atmosphere. It's a rock and roll party. So if you're going to go see them live, be prepared. Be prepared to have a good time. They will not sell you short, definitely. I think after this show, they're headed back to Alabama. They got a show in Huntsville and then Natchez, Mississippi, Little Rock, Arkansas, They're going to be in Texas in October, Indiana, Evansville, Kansas City. Um, So go check them out if you're in those areas. I guarantee you will have a good time. I guarantee you will enjoy it. Uh, Just a phenomenal band. Uh, I I, I hope to have them on soon. I talked to them after the show. So hopefully they're going to be coming on and a new music spotlight here for the Hook Rocks. But altogether, just a great experience. A great band. A band to definitely watch out for in 2022 as we start to close out the year of 2021. Next up, Saturday night, the Forge, Joliet, Illinois. About an hour from my house, give or take. I was taking my son. You know him as the Youth Rocks. Give him a follow when you get a chance. Couple buddies, too, as well, uh, were meeting us there. We were excited to see the Black Moods, Don Jameson, and the headline act, The Dead Daisies. I was pumped for this show. Uh, I've never seen Glenn Hughes live in concert in any form, whether he was touring with his solo stuff or whatever he's, you know, wherever he's toured. I know the last few years prior to The Dead Daisies, he's kind of done a Glenn Hughes show where he kind of catalogs his whole career. Never had the chance to go out and see that live, so I was excited to see this legendary vocalist, legendary bassist, known because he was the bass and singer uh, for Deep Purple for a while with David Coverdale on the Burn album and Stormbringer. Don't know if he was on anything else. Those are the two I primarily know him from with Deep Purple. So I was pumped to see that. I have seen the Dead Daisies before uh, with John Karabi. Couple albums ago when Tishy was the drummer, and you know, Doug Aldrich was in the band as well, and Marco Mendoza. So, you know, they always go through some changes. I've had a lot of members on the show, like Harabi, like Doug. I've had Glenn on, I've had Dean on, I've had Brian Tishy on, and they all speak to it as a collective. So, they do have a lot of changeover. I don't know if that affects their fan base or affects the you know, the consistent flow of fans, you know, because you you do become connected to a member and then that member leaves and what does that fan do as a result of it? Nevertheless, they've always got awesome musicians playing like they do now with Glenn and I was pumped. I was excited to see this live because I love their new album, Holy Ground, and I love Glenn Hughes and Huge Doug Aldridge fan too as well I've been following him since the days of Lion and when he was in Hurricane and Dio and Whitesnake and Burning Rain which is his other side project that he does and he's done a few other things too as well but I was excited about that. I was excited to see Don Jameson. I was always a big fan of that metal show with him, Jim Florentine and Eddie Trunk. Very disappointed that that show never resurfaced as most metal and hard rock fans are. And had there, you know, to be there with my son, who used to stay up late on Saturday nights and we'd watch episodes of that show. That metal show is a little bit of that reason why he is so in tune with this music. I mean, he grew up watching that stuff and the artists on there too as well. You know, I've taken him to concerts and, you know, Iron Maiden Metallica wherever I mean he's been to so many shows that he just loves you know rock and metal and I'm so happy he does because we've bonded so much on that so to see John Jameson up there too as well meant a lot for my son and I because you know when he would sit on the couch with me and we'd be eating popcorn and we'd be watching these interviews and these rock discussions and now he goes back and he tries to find the episodes and he rewatches them and everything. I don't know how successful he is. I don't know if YouTube has the old episodes. I haven't looked it up in a while, but that was great. And, of course, the black moods that I was just ecstatic to see. Chris Corradetti and I have done a lot of our shows and we've talked about this band quite a bit. Um, a lot of the people that I talk to via Twitter we have this groove council thing. This band is always mentioned in our conversation. And I've had Josh Kennedy on the New Music Spotlight too as well, the singer-guitar player. So I was pumped to see them as well. So this was going to be you know, a great, great show. And it did not disappoint. The first band up was The Black Moods. My son and I went to dinner, went to our typical pizza place on the way up to The Forge that we've done a few times. He had an Italian beef sandwich, which is not a roast beef sandwich, folks. Those that are listening outside of Chicago, well, oh, it's a roast beef sandwich. No, it's Italian beef, okay? And I know people don't know what that is. It's probably the greatest sandwich in the history of mankind. When you're in Chicago, you got to go to a Portillo's or any place that has the name beef in their, in their name. You know, like a beef stand, they call it. So Johnny's Beef, Jay's Beef, Tony's Beef, whatever it is. If you see a sign that says something beef, and it's like a fast food place, go in there and order an Italian beef sandwich, okay? Get it with sweet peppers, okay? And you can get it dipped, which they dip it in the gravy. And, you know, whatever you like, if you want it a little dry. I I always go... You know, mid dip, you know, like don't, you know, You can dip it, but don't dip it too much. I don't want to be eating, you know, soggy meat and soggy bread. But it's a great sandwich. So he had the Italian beef. I went with the Italian sausage, which is not the same as a bratwurst. It's better than a bratwurst, it's fantastic. And uh, we were just discussing rock music. And for the last week or two before, he's been jamming out to the black moods trying to learn their songs he's 16 years old and wants to play guitar and he's jamming out so we were on our way had dinner took off left we got there had another buddy meet me there too as well so i had about three four friends in the house with me and that was really cool and then the black moves went on man and they delivered they did about seven eight songs that just absolutely crushed Josh Kennedy sounded great, the band sounded great, drummer Chico Diaz, man, I mean, what a phenomenal player, and Jordan Hoffman, that rhythm section was just tight, and they're a three-piece band, but they sound like there's like five, six people up there, it's incredible. Right now, the band is based in Arizona, they all hail from Missouri, Wheaton, Missouri, Uh, they released a great album in 2020 called Sunshine, which is a fantastic record. Uh, I believe it was Chris's top five or top ten. It was in my top 20 list. Fantastic album. It gets better with every listen. They've got two albums previous to that, Medicine and the Black Moods self title, which I bought. Um, love them. Looking forward to checking out those two albums. And They've got a new song coming out in October called Saturday. I don't know if that means a new album is coming out in October. I just I know a new song is coming out because they played it, and it was fantastic. But I also have to tell you, their interaction with the fans after they performed was awesome. And they had people by their merch table. They were interacting. They were taking pictures. They were talking to people. I had a chance to give Josh a hug and talk to him. He was great. They were great with my son. They all signed autographs for my son. They took pictures. Josh had a great conversation with them. They were so happy to see a 16 year old at a show and, and checking them out. They were they were awesome, and I can't say enough about them. They were great, uh, but that's what a young band really does need to do. You know, similar to what them Dirty Roses also did on Saturday night is get at that merch table and interact with their fans. You know, I've seen so many young bands so far do that. Joyce Wolf comes to mind when I think about that the Cold Stairs who I just saw too recently. I know there's probably somebody I'm 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 forgetting, but yeah, I mean, for a young band who's trying to build their audience, that's what you need to do is get out that merch table, shake hands, take pictures, sign autographs, bring that personal connection to the people who are coming to see you. It's not the days of old where you had that kind of wall behind, you know, the, you know, or, or you st- stood behind the curtain where people, you know, maybe didn't know you as much or interact with you as much, but it was great, man. And my son was just floored just to, to meet them and talk with them and what a great experience it was for him. They're, Opening up for the Dead Daisies. It's a great bill. Um, and also on that bill is the second act, which is Don Jameson, who, like I said in the beginning, is the one of the co-hosts of that metal show with Eddie Trunk and Jim Florentine. And he brought it, man. It was awesome. Dude, totally hilarious. Great show. Talks about not shitting on tour buses, which I didn't know you couldn't shit on a tour bus. So that was... News to me, but he was great. He reminds me, I went to Catholic school for eight years, uh, from first grade to eighth grade, and he reminds me of that kid, and I very well could have been that kid, but he reminds me of the kid in the classroom who's who starts the year off in the back corner of the classroom and just zings the teacher with smart-ass comments and questions that shouldn't be taken serious and gets a laugh and a rise out of the classroom and as the year goes on every teacher in every class decides to move him to the front because he's a distraction to all the other kids in the class that's who don jameson was when he was a kid i i, I pretty much can guarantee it love to ask him about that at some point but Man, he just brought a great um, vibe to the show, and you know, a, a, a great, you know, space between the Black Moods and the Dead Daisies because they're both bands were loud, and to give your ears a rest in between and have Don make jokes and make you laugh, and you know, just have a good time. And remember, what rock and roll is all about is is to have that good time, is to have those jokes and those zings you know on each other and while you're listening to music he brought he brings that atmosphere to wherever he does play you know to every where he does stand up and a perfect format for him is on a rock tour because everyone's familiar with him from that metal show everybody knows what he brings and knows what he's about and he doesn't disappoint it's great to see him up on stage because we're all craving another show like that metal show. We don't know if we'll ever get it. It's been, I don't know, three, four years, maybe more, since there's been an episode. And I think rock music does need that. And and yes, it ha- had a lot of episodes where they had legacy artists on there. But I think now with the emergence of new rock, it would be a great vehicle if they could do something like that or something similar to that. To kind of bridge the gap between new and old because there's so much new bands, so many new bands that are out there right now that I keep mentioning, keep talking about. And, you know, there's also a lot of legacy artists that are releasing great music. I mean, how many times do you hear that dude, you know, you see that post from that dude whatever happened to this band, whatever happened to this, realizing or not realizing that all he needs to do is go on Google and look up the band that he's asking about, and he can find out exactly what that band is doing. So if you're listening and you're pondering whatever happened to this band or that band while you're eating your Sunday dinner or you're sleeping and you're resting your eyes, ready, getting ready to go to sleep, whatever happened to this band, Guess what, folks? Go to Google, type up, type the band, and I guarantee you, you'll find out if they're releasing new music, on tour, whatever they're doing. Use Google. Google is your friend. But Don was great. Had a chance to visit with him after the show too, as well. Talk with him for a little bit, and you know, my son comes up to him. It was great. He's like, "Yeah, I used to watch that Mel Show with my dad when I was younger," and he was like, "That's so cool. That's so awesome." He gets a lot of that, you know, whenever he does play shows, the bond that exists between you know, a parent and kid, father and son, father and daughter, mother and daughter, mother and son, whatever it is. Um, it's great that he hears that a lot because that's helping the next generation of rock fans be who they are and grow that audience. So hopefully, something like that, a vehicle like that that allows new music. To be bridged with that classic legendary legacy artists, legacy bands. Hopefully that can exist one day again because we all miss it. Don was awesome. So definitely check him out. And you know, don't just get there for the headline act. You got a great opening act in the Black Moods, and you got Don Jameson. So any anyone who's going to go see this tour, this is what you need to do. Definitely what you need to do. On to the dead daisies. Again, I've seen this band before with Karabi, and I have never seen Glenn Hughes live, so I was excited to experience this. Uh, just a tremendous show. Uh, they sounded incredible. Glenn Hughes, let me tell you, unfucking believable. I mean, the guy is 70 years old, and he hits notes that I could only dream of hitting. Like, I don't, I could never do that. I mean, not even, like, sleeping and thinking about it. It's just so incredible. And his bass playing and his interaction with the crowd, um, just a fantastic frontman, a fantastic performer. Uh, yeah, I mean, they brought it. Doug Aldrich, of course, bringing it, as he always does. Um, just an incredible, incredible tone incredible plain i mean he's just you know when you think about his career it's a shame that when people talk about guitar heroes Doug's name rarely if ever gets mentioned and it's not because he's not a fantastic player he's a top-notch incredible player it's just for whatever reason luck of the draw he's never been in a band that you know he's been in DO and he's been in White Snake but He's never been in that band that had that mainstream success. You know, I mean, Deal was from metal guys. Whitesnake, of course, had that mainstream success in 87 and a little bit after, but he was not part of that. But his guitar playing is absolutely second to none. You cannot find, or there are very few guitar players, I should say, that are better than him. His tone is undeniable. It is defining. You know Doug Aldrich when you hear him. I highly recommend checking out some of his stuff with Whitesnake and Dio. He was on the Hurricane Slave to the Thrill album. He started out with Lion in the album. I think it was Dangerous Attraction does Burning Rain. Check out that stuff, man. Check out his discography. If you're a guitar player, you are absolutely going to love it. Absolutely. Uh, again, you know, very friendly after the show. Was able to talk with my son for a little bit. Got a picture taken with him. Fantastic, dude. Fantastic. On drums, you have Tommy Clefatos, who replaced Dean Castronova. Dean actually plays on the album Holy Ground, but because of some health issues, Dean had to bow out of the tour, and Tommy replaced him. Just an absolute monster on the kit, man. The guy just wails. And of course, the founding member David Lowey on rhythm guitar really adds, you know, the element to fill out the sound and make Dead Daisies, you know, who they are in terms of performing because they absolutely crush it in concert. They did some new stuff, a lot of stuff from the new album. They did some older stuff too, as well uh, from previous records, namely "Long Way to Go," "Make Some Noise," "Mexico." Midnight Moses, I don't know if they did make some noise. I think it was Midnight Moses they did, which was just absolutely incredible. And then they did Mistreated, Deep Purple, unbelievable. They ended the night with Burn. Just fantastic man. I was, to see Glenn Hughes sing Mistreated and Burn was a treat for me. Absolute treat to see that. By one of the legends in hard rock and heavy metal. What a way to end a show, I gotta tell you. Uh, Just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Concert, way to end the evening. Definitely check out the tour with Don Jameson. The Black Moods opening up. The Dead Daisies are just bringing it. Uh, One of the great albums of 2021, released, I think it was March this year, they released the album. So check that out. Uh, Definitely a great time to be had by all. You will enjoy yourself. I know the Black Moods have new material coming out. I know you can check out Don Jameson's new album, Denim and Laughter, available now on his website, donjameson.com. So look for all that. That's been out since February 21st, I believe, February. So you can order that on his website and definitely uh definitely go purchase that. Look for the new album by the Black Moods. Go buy their album Sunshine on their website, theblackmoods.com. Great show to go see. Great time. Highly recommend it. Go see Them Dirty Roses when they come too as well. Look up their website, themdirtyroses.com. I'm telling you, man, they bring it. All bands bring it. Both shows were phenomenal. Thanks again for tuning in. This is Jay Scott. This is The Hook Rocks. We will talk again soon. Thanks.